Welcome back everyone to R2Cast number 65. Last week we had a chat with a lady in New Zealand. Next week we are in California speaking to someone about wine, an organic winery. So, so that'll be interesting. Today I'm very much closer to home. I couldn't say exactly but I would guess I am less than 50 miles from the two ladies we have on talking today. Um, I had a bit of an embarrassing uh, original asking these lovely ladies on the podcast because um, they are quite famous, uh, which we'll get into. Um, They're sort of laughing off camera at the minute and shaking their heads, which you guys probably can't see. Um, But I am not, as I've just told them, a massive TV watcher, a massive sort of seeing of many things around, to be honest. Um, So I did have to go up to their stand at Dumfries Show and ask one of the people you're about to meet, um, basically which one they were. Because <laughs> uh, I knew it was two ladies with the same surname uh, and I wanted to have them on the podcast because of following social media. Um, but uh, yes, so that was a bit embarrassing. So I'm going to introduce you to Tracy and Aylett Roan. Ladies, would you like to say hello? Evening. Hiya. Before we get on into another excellent episode of the R2 cast, I would just like to thank the sponsor for the show today, The Scottish Farmer a weekly magazine highlighting everything you need to know regarding the Scottish agricultural industry, whether it's breaking news, events happening in the sector, market reports, classified ads, or just wholesome stories happening in the industry. The Scottish farmers got it for you. So as you can see, uh, quite the fancy background, which we'll get into, uh, I'm sure, as we go. Um, but those of you listening, I'm sure you're bored of me trying to give some kind of rubbish introduction when in actual fact you can just meet the people that we're here to talk to. So guys, could you tell us a bit of background about yourself? Maybe even talk about the farm. Why are Tracy and Neil Rowan always, always sort of, well, certainly in my head, they, they sort of come as a pair in some ways as much as you two probably completely disagree with that. <laughs> Where do we start? How far back do we go? It's a legal requirement. I'm not allowed out on my own, so that's why. Right, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's safer. (laughs) Probably, aye, yeah, probably. I I think if you want to go back, probably better starting when when Rowan's Dairy started. And I think it was just me and Ailet were kind of always in the forefront because um, it wasn't really suitable, Stephen and Stuart being out in the public. Um, not with, I mean that in the nicest way, but just with dealing with the public, it was maybe more me and Ayla were comfortable with it. Um, yeah. So that's probably why we were out about a wee bit more, and then it just kind of snowballed from that. I think mm-hmm. is that maybe best yeah, best much, way yeah. explaining it. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. So who who is Stephen and Stuart then? Um, Stuart is the brains behind Rowan's Dairy. Um, that's your husband. Yes, loose term. <laughs> I mean, Stephen's my ha- other half, so they're brothers. That You're not picking him up uh, very much there, Tracy. That was uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's just a cow collector, he just mm-hmm. loves cows. Um, yeah, it's a very important part of a dairy farm. Uh, it is, I it's yeah. quite useful. It uh, was, um how long have, have Rowan's been at uh, Spartan Barracks, the name of the farm, isn't it? Uh, how long has that been for? Oh, uh, 18 
18, we should 90, know this. Six. We should know this, shouldn't we? Oh, six generations. Yeah. Or into seven six generations, yeah. Six, gen- well, six generations. Yes, yeah, so it's 1896, 98, something. Yes, around there. Right, okay. Is and it? Talk amongst yourselves. No, here, honestly, it's, it, it, if it's 1897, <laughs> it's not in the world. No, here, I think a lot of people come on here and they're like, oh, I'll, I'll talk about myself. Nobody really knows when they got their farm. Like, especially like a while ago, that's for sure. But yeah. we're born, thankful. <laughs> I was going to say, I assume he's went around. Uh, it's, uh, it's been looking been good for, age, for, for once. <laughs> it's all that milk we must drink. <laughs> No, it's, it's funny you say that. I um, last well last June I, I took along with other lecturers a bunch of students to Northern Ireland and we went to this uh, cider farm uh, orchard cider uh, apple orchard with with a sort of cider uh, processing unit and uh, the guy was a proper salesman and you said you're looking well for your age there. What he said was that uh, he was trying to sell some apple cider vinegar to us and he goes sure now apple cider vinegar now it sorts everything sure it gives you a few more years now I'm sitting here and I'm 108. And then, <laughs> thinking, well, maybe it's maybe it's the Rowan's milk that's that's fantastic for the for the the lack of aging. Um, or is it is it a Holstein herd? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Pedigree Holsteins, right? Okay. And uh, we don't need to get into numbers or anything like that. But are we talking quite a sizable herd or a, a smaller herd? No, we have the, we have the two dairy farms. So Bambarrick's the home of Rowan's Dairy, and then where me and Stephen are, and my two kids, we're three miles down the road at Borland. Right. Um, so probably we're relatively small dairy farms compared to mm. many in Dubris and Galloway. Bambarrick, you're a hundred and twenty head, and then we're two hundred and twenty down here at Borland. So small, typical small dairy family run <laughs> farm. It's quite crazy, that isn't it? You know. I mean, roughly about 350 between the two bits, uh, that that's considered small now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not long ago that that was considered pretty pretty sizable and, and very and not long ago either since that was, you know, referred mm-hmm. to as big, you know. So it's, um, but that, that, that's that's sort of where, where Rones comes in as, as the business, doesn't it? Uh, uh, diversification is going to be a big part of who knows what Brexit means or, or what, what, is next um so that, that's where Rowan's Dairy came in could you tell us what what Rowan's Dairy is uh how long that's been going for uh well, we've just had our seventh, seventh birthday yeah. yes um right. so we <laughs> process we don't process on site we process off site um our milk from the farm and we process that into milk and cream and deliver it to doorsteps within Dumfries and Galloway uh, we buy in locally, well, we try to do locally, but it's not always possible. Other um, complementary products that land on the doorstep for customers, which sort of helps them to try to stop them getting out and about. And some customers can't get out and about. Yes. Um, so we deliver to them and we run six nights a week. Uh, we've got eight vans on the road and it's utter chaos all the oh, time. Brilliant. It's, just, it. <laughs> it's never calm never smooth running it's just utter chaos the whole time you say that but i feel like both of you give off the very much not chaotic vibe now maybe you just hide it fantastically but um... years of practice swans that's why yeah. it is. it's just it's <laughs> swans that's so what we are um, ugly duckling well I'll speak for myself ugly duckling through school and then turned into the swan and just paddling for dear life now I think like do you know when you look back <laughs> at some of the antics like things we've had to do with milk deliveries and the other bar and stuff 
And if we look like we are like doing a great job, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Because nobody needs to know what's going on nobody in the needs background. Nobody the meltdowns uh-huh. and locking yourself in the toilet to cry and, and finding but, somewhere quiet so you can go and scream and nobody hears you. Yeah, you just you hide all that. You just away <coughs> and you get on. It's 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 um it's part of starting a business though as well, isn't it? I mean, it's not just perfection. You better stay employed. You better stay employed. Don't go self-employed. Don't start a business. Job security is so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, look, actually, one thing I meant to ask but forgot to ask was um, you mentioned kids. Uh, certainly, Tracy, you did. I don't know if you, if you kids um, oh, yeah. is are these guys interested in in the farm as well. Yeah, I, I, my son Andrew, he was 13, going on 30, is just, yeah, keen, yeah. He doesn't want yeah. to go to school, he just wants to farm. He's picked up the bug, he knows the cows, he's just really wired to it, clued up. A great asset um, to us, you know, during COVID, mm-hmm. you know, it was so nice actually having them at home. Um, I actually love the summer holidays because they're, they're here and they're a great help. I've got a daughter, Lucy, who's 11. Um, not so keen, not maybe just not so keen. Um, wants to live in the town. We're going through that phase. Yeah. She likes football, wants to go to the park. Um, so she's not so keen, but she'll help if she has to. But yeah, no, they're, they're a big help to us. Yeah, so I've got two boys. Um, Fraser, who's 13, um, eats, sleeps, bees the farm, wakes up right. full dressed, raving to go, uh, very sporty. Um, it's just desperate to get out of school, get home, get things sorted out at home. That's like he rolls his eyes continuously at me because I'm just like, where are you talking about? He just rolls his eyes. <laughs> it's <laughs> typical. And then um, Fergus, who's the eldest, who's coming on 16 now. Um, oh, he's a trooper. There's some strength mm-hmm. in him. He just he works really? before school. He works after school. Um, and he'll just turn his hand to anything. He's a huge, huge support to my husband um, and on the farm and it's actually when they're not in school it's a dream mm-hmm. and it's actually almost worse when they are at school mm-hmm. and things like that because they just get on with it they just everything they just look after themselves so well and life is just so easy going with them they're an absolute dream for that it has it has got easier though hasn't it as they've got oh, older definitely. i think back to the primary school days it was yeah. like they're i was going to feel like they've had to grow up quite quick mm-hmm. on farming life they have to kind of adapt like we didn't adapt to them, they adapted to our lifestyle. And yeah. it was quite tough when they were younger because you kind of had to be there. Whereas now they are doing jobs that you used to have to yeah. do, like standing gateways or feed calves, that they can pick up jobs that you would have to do. And yeah, it's, it's getting easier as they get older now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, well, yeah, Fraser made his own tea tonight before he we went out to football. <laughs> that wasn't in in time and he needed fed. So he made himself a bacon sandwich and he was quite happy on his way out. It's quite advanced for a teenager. That it's uh, it's pretty good well, going. It's sink or swim in our household. If you if you're hungry, okay. you feed yourself, or you're going to go hungry. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a thing at the the dinner table was SOS, which was stretch or starve. You've got to fight for yourself, and uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, we mentioned just before we started recording, I'd asked uh, uh, both of you if 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 the trophies and different plaques and such like in the background were either of your own doing and uh, you both very quickly said no uh, there, there is some showers in the family though could you could you tell us about that yeah it's, it's Stephen's really into show and he's really into his uh, pedigree Holsteins he's just just really enjoys it it's, it's his hobby um, he's very much 
you know, the pedigree of the Holsteins really enjoyed. He went away to Canada um, when he was in college to go and work on a pedigree Holstein herd. So, yeah, he really got into the showing. Um, so a lot of the stuff behind us is just local competitions, the Holstein club. Um, he just seems to enter it. And then Andrew, my son, really got into the showing as well. And I was kind of doing Stuart Trendon for his show, um, the day our show. Um, oh, went to AgriScot one year. That was yes. Yeah, we, we won. We got the champion cow at the Southwest Scotland Dairy Show, which is an evening show in Castle Douglas, which is actually this month. Um, and uh, we won that, so you qualified to go to Agri Scott, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, it, he's just really into it, and I just wash the cows. Um, I'm behind the scenes with a hair dryer and uh, mm-hmm. washing them with fairy liquid. Um, I, I, I do enjoy it, but I'm not. I've not got an arse made for white jeans, so I don't go in the show ring. I've decided. <laughs> um, I'm just not for that, so I'm happy in the background. <laughs> Uh, that was my issue. I didn't have an arse for white jeans either. Uh, <laughs> it's the most un- impractical colour to be wearing for showing. I just don't get it. It's terrible. It just it, and every time someone wears white trousers, you're like, how long have they got? Four minutes? You know, like something always goes wrong. Whether it's something clear, like a bit of shit or whatever, or even red wine or something. There's always something goes wrong with white trousers. Always. Um, the, the so the the. That South of Scotland dairy show, I always get the name wrong. That's the 26th of this month, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So that'll be two days before this has came out. Um, it will have just passed. Uh, we're filming this, obviously, a few days before. Uh, Agri Scott's a great day. I've always quite enjoyed Agri Scott. Um, will you be there this year? Maybe not showing, but... Um, no, not showing. Um, I no. might, I'll be there um, in some way either with any few of them that hat on or maybe just there for the day but no I'll certainly be up there No it's, it's a good day and it was it was one we quite always enjoyed as students as well um, you know you got I wasn't from dairy at all and well not at all in the slightest and uh, sort of just to, to see all that side of things was really good um, we'll, we'll probably have students up there uh, well this year again 16th of November I think it is Um so I, I sort of jumped away from Rowan's Dairy. I kind of want to jump back into to Rowan's Dairy. Um, seven years ago, now I think you said, I think Tracy, you said it was uh, Stuart's idea. Is that right? Mm-hmm. If I got if that got correct. Um, where where did the idea come from? What, what what did that stem from? Oh, he's been. Oh, what's the term? Even um, in a way. Oh, I've even away. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Um, it basically been fermenting with him for years and years and years and then it suddenly came out and I said no way we're not doing this this is ridiculous and then he was like oh come on so then we kind of like tentatively kind of looked at it and looked at a milk label and just it, it didn't work it didn't fit nothing felt right about it so it kind of got put away again and then decided right we're going to bring it out again and I still was like, no, I'm not doing this. It's just going to be the biggest load of hard work. It's just going to be not the right thing to do. So it turns out I was actually right. It is the biggest load of hard work. <laughs> but um, Tracy then, life was changing a wee bit and she came on board. So it was like, well, if there's a bit more support, well, Stuart comes up with the ideas, but actually putting them into fruition is a bit different. Um, so, yeah, and that's kind of how that would, came about. And then it went from sitting around the kitchen tables having an idea to, holy crap, we've launched yeah. and that's it. There's no stopping it. 20, 26th of September at Colven Village mm-hmm. Hall, where we launched, we took a cow down to the village hall. It was like a farmer's market, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. 
did we have about 30 bottles or something? Oh, it was just a little, we'd got yeah. the friends old transit, uh-huh. put a couple of them. I think I phoned ITV and uh-huh. they came and the Galway News came and then Printed it just off went, some labels, oh. stuck it on it. Yep, and that, that was it. it. And that was, so that was like 30 bottles, obviously quite small to start. How how quick did that build up to being, what I assume is more than 30 bottles? Um, it took a while. We started yeah. just with trade, wasn't it? I think mm. Stuart thought we'll just sell to trade. Because um, we thought that would be the easiest sort of way forward and put it out there so everybody could get it. It was like doing a doorstep was never a discussion point. Right. And then we just did it ourselves. And then it was at Christmas. Um, basically, I fell off the ladder putting up Christmas decorations outside the house and broke my wrist and elbow, which meant I couldn't drive the van any longer. So we had to get a member of staff. Um, and then that's when it kind of came. So he took over that, the delivering of it, which meant we can thought, well, what are we doing here now? Because maybe it doesn't quite pay somebody's wage, whereas we work for free. And it was like, well, what happens about this doorstep? And it was we put out across our own personal Facebook pages to friends. It's like, if we were going to do this in the area, would anybody be interested? And well, let's just say the new year started that's with it. doorstep deliveries. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Yeah. So they were interested. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it just took off, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very popular from that, and then it just it grew on and on. But basically, the only way the business is profitable is by having a certain amount of milk going out and being processed. Yeah. and we struggled for a year. Although we were really busy, we never quite ever got to that point. And it was quite. And it's always like, well, we need to really review how we're going to move forwards because we employ all these members of staff. We have all this, but. Actually, not getting anything back, and it's like, is this something we should be doing with that? And then COVID hit, mm-hmm. and we were already set up, much to people's shock. And like, oh, did you just get started for this? I was like, no, I've been here for. No. You. <laughs> <laughs> so, I COVID yes. COVID for a lot of folk was was bad, but I assume for you guys it was brilliant. <laughs> we were like the fifth emergency service. Yep. Our yeah, phones sure. never stopped. I think you were. Just, I think we were in that office twenty four seven. Like people were ringing us at 10 o'clock at night. Mm. It was like desperation. It was like, mm. we're not going to run out of milk. Mm. Like, we've got milk. It's okay. We can deliver to you. Um, it's just how do we do that? And aye. just getting another vehicle, because it wasn't the time where you could just sure. buy another van or employ another member but, of staff. So, yeah, there was some logistics. We were, we were to be running dealt with. out of refrigeration space. Oh, we couldn't keep we up with the We had to hire in uh-huh. a separate trailer, that's refrigerated right. trailer, just to put yogurts in, because that's what people were literally oh. ordering. Because they come in trays of 12 where you can have them individually. People were ordering trays and trays of this several and times eggs. a week. And they went, it was like, what were they doing with all this stuff? Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> out of control, yeah. basically. And that's when you notice when everything gets back to normal. Because unfortunately, or fortunately, depends on how you look at it, the pandemic wasn't long enough for habits to kick mm-hmm. in. So as soon as yes, the supermarket yes. and all this kind of thing all frees up, everybody just goes back. Because everything is in life is a habit. Everything you do mm-hmm. is a habit. So And everybody just resorted back to that, which is fair enough from that side of it. And then you just notice everything then changing from our end and the amount of yogurts, the amount, just the sheer quantity of what people order mm-hmm. um, changes. What? was your strategy or your process what, what did you do when that started to slow down you started to see folk go back to the supermarket or did you not slow down and maybe you didn't no we kind of did and you do see it but for processing you have to watch basically what i had a fancy job title that i gave myself something to do with them um, looking at like uh, 
was it futures fixtures basically because every day to every second day I have to sit and analyze how much milk were they going to put out for the next two days so how much are we keeping back to be able to process or what are we ordering in to make sure that we're not running out so you you learn to see what the numbers do on the days of the week and then so that's basically and some most of the time you get it right and there's always the odd time where you really stuff it up and you end up with either one or you have to basically phone your customers and say sorry i've stuffed up i've not got enough to send for you this week or you're you're having having milk for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um no mum and dad used to have like a farm shop and i would get quite often used to having eggs for breakfast lunch and dinner and for starter main course and pudding um it was integrated into everything um you, you talked about sort of trying to work out how much you kept back there. What, what sort of roughly, what sort of percentage of the milk produced is being used for Rowan's dairy as opposed to being sold wholesale? Um, we, we keep back probably about three quarters of what we do in a week. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. for that, but we don't process all that ourselves. We sell that on as well to... Um, where we process um, the processing plant, they, for the sheer amount that they have, they buy in milk as well. So we sell to them to stop them from buying in from other people they buy from yeah. us. So that's quite good. So we sell to them and then we obviously still have our own milk contract because not cutting that off because you never know what's going to happen and trying to oh, get for sure. on yeah. track. So you know, we're very lucky with the ones that we're with and they're very understanding. They know exactly what's happening and it works really well for us that percentage was so much higher than i was expecting i was expecting like low single figures <laughs> genuinely right. um, no yeah. we only get um it's only once a week um that milk goes to the our milk contract processor so yeah right excellent and rowan's dairy is more than just deliveries uh you you are at shows and such like um could you tell us about what I assume that was a big decision to go to shows with a uh, oh, yeah. bar? That's not the a big bar, decision yeah. at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the other bar was just I always smile when we talk about the other mm-hmm. bar because as much as it's hard work during the summer and you're never at home, mm-hmm. it is actually awesome. Like it just is so cool because it's it's just progressed. It it, it basically stems from we had an open day, didn't we? We had an open mm-hmm. farm day where we thought we'd have about 30 or 40 people, but we actually probably had about, what, three? Was it about three? Two? Oh, it was the queue. People... We just got swamped, right? Mm-hmm. And you had the idea, we had a gazebo and we were going to do some food mm-hmm. and you bought some blenders and um, we were going to do milkshakes with ice cream, wasn't yep. it, and mm-hmm. milk? Yep. And then you burnt out about four blenders. All the blenders got burnt out. <laughs> so I took them out. back and said that they weren't fit for the job because they basically got returned within two days of me buying them anyway. And I got my Don't money be. back. I was like, note to self, won't be buying those that kind of day. <laughs> so we kind of thought, oh, milkshakes, like, what can we do? Because, like, what else can you make with milk? Well, so you were mm-hmm. saying, oh, milkshakes. And we're like, okay, so we got, I think, we, did we buy a We We borrowed we borrowed one for your mum. I think my mum gave us one. Yeah, gazebo. Uh-huh. So we borrowed a gazebo and just kind of like thought, we'll create a milkshake bar. And then did we go out? We went away to Stranraer's show of all places, our first gig. So we took the old milk van and went to Stranraer's show and then we nearly blew away into the sea, whatever sea it is, Irish or North Sea, whatever. It was really windy and just thought, oh, what the hell are we doing? Then we thought, oh, we'll give it another go because we obviously we'll give everything a go. And if it doesn't work out, you know, so we went to another show mm-hmm. and then we just went to another show and then we went to another show and then we got invited to another show and then we got invited to this. Mm-hmm. And we never said no. 
So then we found out we had this diary booked up of all these events. And they were got to the point where like this gazebo, like folding everything up, putting in the van was just getting a bit much. We and had then, to have a new gazebo though. Oh yeah, we had so to we had a new to upgrade gazebo. the gazebo to make it slightly more. Do you remember we did electric yeah. fields? Oh, do you remember the big music festival at Duran? Yeah, yeah. We even yeah, went yeah. there to electric fields. And that was a big gig for like while delivering milk brilliant. at night. So yeah, there was no sleep. Right. We delivered milk at night, drove through the night delivering milk, then back at Electric Fields Field. while my husband was in hospital because he had chopped his big toe oh. off because he stuck it in the hydraulic ram of the chopper. It was That's also a nice. place I hear you're not supposed yeah. to put your toes, but uh. no, no. So um, you sound like quite an injury prone family, Ail, in particular your side, Ail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even ask because I'm actually nursing one at the minute. So don't. Yes, even... I know you said that. <laughs> oh no, it's just no, it's not good. We just go from yeah. one disaster to the next, but <laughs> we just carry on. So yeah, we did. We kept doing shows, and then we bought a pony box, didn't we? Yes. So we got this pony box, mm-hmm. and that made it was a game changer, right? But it was done on a budget. It was the basic thing. And then we were at the Border Union show one year, and this guy was the trade stand convener for the Highland show. And uh, he phoned up and said, um, oh, I've actually got a space available at Highland show. Would you want it? And I was like, oh, don't be silly. I was like, we can't come to Highland show. And he's like, no, I saw your gig at Border Union. I think you'd fit in really well. You'd really suit this. And I was like, we can't afford this. And he was like, no, no, it's okay. So we had this phone dealer going, oh my God, the Highland Show phoned and they want us. And we're like, right, okay, how do we make this happen? And uh, so we sat down and thought, right, we'll have to give it a go. We we have to, but we're foolish not to because these pitches never come up. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember our husband's like saying, oh, you're never going to make money at it. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even know why you're going. It's just going to be a waste. Like, how are you going to manage it? Just the two of you. And we're like, we'll so do it. So we sat down, did some costings and thought, right, so we took this like £500 pony box up to the Highland Show. We're probably the last trade stand to arrive. <laughs> and like, I think we annoyed all the security guards because we went round the wrong way. And we got, yeah, it does. <laughs> got set up. And it was, was this 2019? I think yes. it was, the first year, 2019. And uh, oh my God, like it just went, it was just amazing. Like it was so busy, we... Slightly underestimated it, but yeah. totally, we slightly, slightly, but totally <laughs> nailed it. Um, and we're just like, oh my god! And like, totally proved. You know, came back home after like the four days, going right, okay, here's the money box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is made. this works, yeah. Yep. And we're like, oh my god, this is it. And then it, we just yeah went to kept going to local shows, and then we outgrew the pony. Box. We, we did out in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. After yeah. Um, so yeah we basically bought well you saw the cattle trailer Mm -hmm. idea because everybody was doing pony boxes with a lot of gin boxes and all yes um so we wanted to keep it very farm orientated so we bought a a cattle trailer Mm, got an iper williams cattle trailer but we got a seven foot high one because the six foot high one is all very well but it's actually quite claustrophobic and i'm slightly tall on it it's just too too low and it gets hot in there so it was like we managed to find one so, good decision, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but we, we bought it and then looked at it and sat up, sat with it and then thought, the donkeys. oh, oh, the shows are starting up again. We better actually get it converted. Mm. So it was like, I think the paint was probably still wet by the time we went to the first show. Oh, it was the, the show thing would dry it. Doing on it, oh, it was Fife show on the 21st oh, right. of May. And then, so we went up the night before. Uh, which is we always try and go up somewhere the night before, be in before the night before. And every, everywhere we go, we basically 
stay with friends and family because we've got an amazing network of friends and family which we always get to stay with so you We're get very, to visit very people grateful as well. for and um but before we, we were always running late as well oh. but i mean literally while we were hitching on to leave we were still doing things in it to get it ready to go i mean it's just fly by the seat of your pants it's ridiculous but it would that basically that the trailer we have now is basically like our wish list mm-hmm. you know after years of being in the pony box we knew mm-hmm. what wasn't going to work or what did work so to then like be able to like fund a, a trailer that is custom made to us was like oh my god this is like real Do you know we're we're playing with the big boys now you know yeah it, it, it's it's yeah it's really nice and yeah no dead dead chuffed with it um and then this year at the Highland, we got mistaken for being in the in the wrong lane because they said this is not for livestock trailers. Oh, right. like, We're not a livestock oh, really? trailer, <laughs> but we'll take it. I assume so, it was no, quite clear no. to see we weren't a livestock trailer. Maybe not. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> We're not going any bigger. That's it. No. I'm not going, you know. No. Are you sure? Absolutely. We could turn it into a road train and uh, cart around. We could put a wee granny box on the back. Oh. Or could you not get one of those, like, the, the sort of all-consuming horse boxes that have, like, the house in it as well as the horse box? And then yeah, We might need to put our prices up just a wee <laughs> yes. bit. What well, I mean, here, as busy as we are. Yeah, um, might be. Oh, we wanted an awning. We did. Yeah, we'll awning. do an awning yeah. next year. That'll be our right. thing. Yeah. The, the Highland... The back. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. The Highland is one of those things with a few folk on, I think, number 59, had wee brune hens who... who, who well, a couple that do something similar to you guys, but not the exact same. They're, they're more sort of based around the egg side and, and deliveries and whatnot. And they were at the Highland Show. And everyone says, like, we've all been to Highland Show a million times. We know it's busy. But everyone that takes a business is like, it is busy. <laughs> like, it's right. busy, busy. Oh, there's yeah. no denying it. You know you're getting the footfall and everyone can say, oh, it wasn't that busy and all this sort of stuff. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is that blooming busy. The footfall yeah. comes through the gate regardless of the weather. And you're really well supported and it is an excellent, yeah, you can turn it. If you've got what people want, you're onto a winner. And once you've got that stand, you mentioned, Tracy, I think it was yourself that said they're not easy to come by. Do you sort of have that locked in until you say you don't want it? Is that how that works or no? I'm not taking anything for granted. but No, they can. Yeah. You can be moved around because they do change. Well, anybody that goes to the Highland Show knows that every so often things do move around. Yeah. And things change and they try and do that. So it is entirely possible that um, we could get shifted. But my thinking is... Um, You're just... a director, so it's not going <laughs> to happen, isn't it? Because she's, she's on the direct, so she'll not... Oh no, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> did you guys get kicked? I don't know why. It's fine though. It's still recording. Uh, um, well, I will point out, I became a director after we got our pitch. Uh, that was all, all after <laughs> we were already in. But um, no, regardless of that, I mean, we could get shifted around, but my theory is. Um, if we're really nice traders and we play by what's going on and everything and we're happy with the pitch, then fingers crossed. Because everyone says, oh, should you not move somewhere else where it might be busier? But then how do you know it's busier? It might be busier for one type of small, but who says it's going to be busier for you? If it works for us, I'm more than happy to stay where we are. And people know where we are now as well. That's the thing. 
And that's a really good point that Ayla makes, so about being a good trader. Like, we've always went and just thought, you know what? There's no point kind of moaning about it. It is what it is. You just get on and make the best of what you've got where your stand is. Um, you know, we've always kind of, oh, there's some things you might want to change, but you mm-hmm. just, every show we go to, you just, just get on with it. And do you know that it's, it's, it's our kind of like shop window for our business mm-hmm. in some ways, although it's milkshakes, we're not always selling our own milk. It's 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 our personalities in a box. This this mm-hmm. other bar, and it's like yeah. they meet our customers and they get to meet us. And I think some of the people kind of look for not so look for us, but they, they will, they will. Yeah, yeah they, they will. want. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. I know they're they're getting a milkshake, but it's just a milkshake. But they're they're kind of we get a chat with them, and it's a bit of banter, and they talk about this farming life, and they talk mm-hmm. about you know it, it's like how things at home and blah. Look at our timeline. Yeah, you know we've got quirky things going on. Watch milkshakes explode yeah. and cover each other. Yeah, uh-huh. they've kind of followed our customers have followed our journey, so mm-hmm. sometimes like it's like oh we'll look for the pink udder and we'll find you, and you know look for the pink flag. So it's it's yeah it's a it's a big it's a shop window. Mm-hmm. A we make shop. we make any space our own. Well, we had one show that when we turned up. <laughs> Maybe we should have been there the night before, but the space wasn't big enough to allow us to fit in. It just didn't. There was too much going on. And they said, oh, we've only got this empty area over here where there's nothing else there. What do you think? It was like, that's fine. Parked up, rocked on. It was absolutely brilliant for us because we will make it. We'll sort it out and we'll make it and it'll be good. We've met some cracking folk. Like some of the street stands have been great. And you can meet them again the following year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very so, time-consuming. That's all I will say. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't realise how much you've been away from home until you actually start spending time at home, and you realise like how far behind you are in your house. Like you've got no clean. Yeah, like, or, there's no uh-huh. nothing clean anymore. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a short, short, very short window between me and basically end of August. August you're out every weekend. Three months. That's it. It'll fly by for years. Um, it does actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So two Highland shows this year in 2019, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned staff a few times. How many staff are we talking? It'll be seasonal, I assume. But... For the for the for Rowan's Dairy or for Udder Bar? Uh, both. Well, yeah, let's say both, yeah. Well, the Udder Bar, this is the first, first year, year that we've year. actually really taken on staff, um, yeah. basically for space, because the last time we've not had the space to be able to really do staff. So this year we've had some staff and that just goes out okay. throughout our networks, be your money, basically. If you're all going to be at a, a show, any of the shows that we're at, certain ones, um, it's like be your money just to cover it. And we were still always there, basically. But yeah. if it's just us and it's really busy, you don't get to stop yeah. to nip out for a pee. You can't yeah, have to sure. eat. And it's a long day when you're starting from scratch. We're getting old end. now as well. We need to start looking after ourselves. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. So, so, well, like, we're getting too old for that yeah. kind of crap. So that just kind of depends on how big the show is to how many staff and things like that. But um, at home within Rowan's Dairy, we are looking at about, um, oh, uh, where are we at? Well, we've just actually lost a member of staff. Um, so we're looking at about 12 employees in total across the between drivers, some, office staff, etc. Some part time, some full. Or uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, now you are quite famous 
could you tell us about your you've done a wee bit of TV then you're shaking your head you're shaking infamous your head. it's infamous not infamous famous. sorry yes you're a bit infamous I apologise could you tell us about your infamy please uh, that's all infamy. your fault because oh. you, you instigated oh. it it's your fault this farming life Jesus. Oh, there's a life lesson read your emails pay attention to what you reply to basically so oh we uh, I'd intercepted there's no we a, it's you. I intercepted an email looking for some businesses that had done diversification or family businesses with diversification I think it came from our local NFU branch NFU mutual branch and I was like, oh, you've done diversification. So I just happily typed away and didn't think anything of it. And then I think another one came through looking for a bit more information. I was like, right, fine, a bit more information. And then nothing. And then the girls in the office had said, oh, such and such had been on the phone, left a note on my desk. And I looked at it and thought, oh, I don't have time for anything. Just thought it was sort of like a, like a TV interview type thing and whatever. And I was like, don't have time for that at the moment. I'll come back to it. And then another post-it note and another post-it note. And then there was one sitting on my desk and then the phone goes and I just said, oh, just put her through like this. Then she said who she was and I'm looking at the post-it going, oh, that actually says BBC. It's not like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like, oh, that's quite big. And then she's chatting away. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as she was saying, I was like, I better Google what she's talking about. It's like this farming life. And I was Googled it and I was like, yeah, 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 that's good. And things like that. I was looking at it going, oh, oh yeah, I did watch that. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like oh I said right I need to talk to some family members because um, nobody knows I've done this <laughs> so <laughs> we'd have a chat and then we invite they got they came down and had a chat with us and then we needed to do a um what's the thing it's like a casting mm-hmm. call thing where we all were in the field basically and yeah. you said who you were and then didn't really hear anything and then the next thing they phoned up and said look we wanted to start in next week I think it was like it was like a oh, week it was, and it was just short. like uh okay and then just went from there. And you said you had to ask some family members, but also given Tracy's response earlier, were they receptive to it straight away? Uh, no, <laughs> we're all kind of like, well, what is this basically? And we kind of had like to we'd look into it. Yeah. Martin and Mail, but it all just of... seemed a bit unreal. And it was just like we need to know more information because we know from past TV things that we know what it's like with the dairy industry and how you can yes, definitely. and what's going on and negativity. And we had to think about that. I mean, Rowan's dairy actually hadn't really started by that point. It was point just it was Rowan, wasn't it? So it wasn't even on the bit when I gave diversification, it wasn't even in there. All right. Really, so that wasn't really like the deciding thing. Because I that. think we thought, like, well, what are we going to film? Because like we just milk cows, mm. like we just we don't do anything different to yeah. anybody else. No. So we we're like, I think we did. We have to write down kind of key events mm-hmm. and stuff we yep. did. Um, they actually had to sell it to us almost in uh, a way. It weren't just instantly like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Let's just get on. We thought, no, we need to have a look at this. But um, no, it worked out. Worked out for the best in the long run. And what was the experience like in general? What was the time filming like? I think there was times like looking back, you're like, oh, why did I say that? Oh, for God's sake, seriously, mm-hmm. why on earth? But like, I think I was probably a bit naive because you have no control. You can't yeah, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to see it. You see it at the same time as everybody yeah. else sees it. And I think that's the worrying thing um, that, you know, how you're going to be portrayed, do you know, how people are going to see you. Um, and like Kayla says, with our industry, you know, God, you can be in the firing line quite easily, like from everybody. Um, so it was quite a worry. And you want to protect your business, don't you? Um, 
but I mean, generally, overall, it was actually really positive. But it was a good team. That, yeah. that was the thing because it was the same ones uh-huh. just about the whole time, and they came down for a day or a couple of days at a time, depending on what we were doing. You got because there was we had an incident um, at home that happened while we were filming something. It was the not that you'll know because you don't watch it, but there was a part where um, I'm basically attacking Stuart with the cow's tail when he's trying to dry off the cow. Um, which they focused on that rather than the drying off and what was happening, but never mind. Of course. Um, a cow actually died. While we were standing there, a cow actually hung herself in the yokes, like a split second. Like we were just chatting and then we heard a commotion, turn around, and then she was, that was it, gone. Mm-hmm. And they'd actually so they swung the camera around at the same time. And we said at the time, well, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even when you're there, these things happen. And we were happy to let it air. And then overnight, Stuart kind of thought, well, hmm, how's that going to be said or will it really look like it what actually happens so he just phoned up and said look I'm not comfortable I don't think this is a good idea and they took it out so from that side of it because they themselves said they didn't want anything to shed a bad light on they wanted a reality thing but not anything for bad light that's what Mm -hmm. they just wanted this happy family type of thing going on which was I hope you've kicked your feet up and got comfy and enjoying another fantastic episode of the R2 cast with another really interesting guest. I would just like to quickly take another second to plug the sponsors of the show today, The Scottish Farmer, and I would strongly advise you to go out and pick one up this week and see even more of the fantastic people that are in our industry. No, every, everyone I've had on said very similar that's been on this farming life. You, you're sitting there ready to watch it the same as everyone else, no idea what's coming on. Um, but all very easy to work with. And I think most of them have said like their camera folks almost became good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it sounds that way, it sounds that way with you guys. Would you advise uh, someone to say yes if they get the letter or the email? Oh, definitely. Oh, Always have done. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And do you know what? Go for it. Yeah. And really utilise your social media. I think that's somewhere we maybe we, we kind of fell to the wayside with. Yeah, but it was like, a different time though. Yeah, but looking back, I think those that are on it now, because the people have written books. Yeah, but you know, it's I a different. It's a different time, and we were told we weren't allowed to talk about it to right. start with. Whereas that wasn't. Yeah. That's not the case anymore. They want all the publicity, so it was a very. It was a long. What was it? Twenty seventeen into twenty seven eighteen. No, twenty sixteen to seventeen. Well, 16 yeah, the first one was fifteen, I think. Right. Yes. So that is a long time ago, especially well, it's funny, it, technology it's, and social media and how things have progressed. It's I mean, only totally. it's only seven years ago, but for example, TikTok didn't exist. It was called Musically then. Like it's an extremely quick seven years, mm. and like you said there, um, uh, you know, some people have written books and whatnot. Mm. It has moved hugely, and I think the example is Mel and Martin are that that always always the staple of the first year. That's who everyone always says. Um, and looking at social media, Mel's got ten or eleven thousand followers, but you look at Emma Gray and you and and whoever. They're forty and fifty, yeah. Like just because of what, how different a world it is, how quickly. So, yeah, yeah. so you're right, Ailet, when you're saying it's different. Um, it, it's totally different. It's an insanely different world. It's uh, down to comparisons. Everybody gets year after year. Everybody still gets compared to somebody else. Nobody's allowed to just stand alone and just do their own thing. Do you know we always have to compare ourselves to somebody it's else. It's always funny. They always uh, get asked, "Oh, you must have done well with that TV program you're on. How are milk sales?" Well, you can't add an extra penny on a litre just no. to be on the telly. Yeah. Like, you know, it didn't actually change it. And you can't post your milk. No. You can't make up a cool <laughs> box and then ship it off, free, yeah. uh, shrink wrap it and send it off. That doesn't work. So from that side of the business, it didn't, 
didn't increase that, but that's not what it was about at all because no. the business no. didn't no. really exist at that point. Well, in the, another point, because you wouldn't know because you haven't seen, but I mean, you can see Stuart doing deliveries oh. just as like the one-off kind of thing and just getting to grips with it because it was still so early on with the doorstep. Yes. I think so, we were yeah. doing a Christmas fair with the other bar, weren't we? Oh, yes, Delphi we did. Yeah. Christmas lights, which mm -hmm. one was nice. Mm -hmm. From a, like, looking back, from a family point of view, it'll be nice when the kids are older yep. and they can look back at this food and say, oh, do you remember the time we were on telly? Because the kids were so we're young. Tiny. Yeah, like so young. Um, okay, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, like, you know, I would say if there's any opportunity, just go for yeah, it. Definitely. Just, like everything, uh -huh. not even just that, just anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 If you don't you know, know, you're going to regret it. You can't mm -hmm. try. Yep. I think, I think, and my mum and dad will be listening to this because they've listened to most of the podcasts. I'm positive they were, well, I'm not positive, they were approached for the first series. Um, but like my mum would just never, ever do something like that. I mean, she's not like, uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, just no. <laughs> Strictly never. Uh, so the, I was like, mum, please, please, please. <laughs> like a 17, 18 year old um, with basically no involvement in the farm, just wanted some food. Uh, so yeah, uh, I would advise folk that, that are on the farm and, and have a story to tell to do it. And I think Lynn Castles of, of Lynnbreak Farm, uh, Lynn and Sandra were on it one year. Lynn really summed it up well in the podcast. She said, uh, she said there were so many times you were sort of like they just started, like you guys just started taking over this croft. And there were so many times they were being filmed and thinking everything was hectic. And it was, but when she got to look back at it, li not live, but watching the video for the first time, she was like, we look happy. And I probably don't remember feeling so happy because I was so busy being busy, uh, which is actually a really cool way. Maybe you look at it and think, God, we look raging the whole time. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I thought that was quite a quite a nice way, nice way to put it. Um, I was going to do the embarrassing thing that I do sometimes with, with people like yourselves who have had what I'm about to mention. Um, and I think I will because it seems like you can you can take it. <laughs> Uh, when, when you Google uh, you guys, um, there's a lot of award nominations. Um, what different awards have you been nominated for? Maybe you can't you? remember. No. <laughs> what, what was that? Oh, there's a picture of Ayla bending over a rosette on her arse. It was at Wigton show, so she got really rear of the year. year. Whereas we just won for best trade stand at yeah. Wigton show with silverware that we had to polish and return, which was. Oh, yeah. very nice but <laughs> see there's a yeah. downside to winning silverware <laughs> um what, what was the first one did we win up the one at dynamic it was at the rural awards yes and then there's been was there not Dumfries one Galloway yes life not awards? life awards yeah. first then the dynamic thing that seemed to be a that, whole different there's not that many to be another dng life i can read the, i can read the ones that i found out oh. if you want okay okay, okay. Um, the true or false <laughs> Might just leave them up. Give, give it as your website. I hope it's true. I just print them off. <laughs> it could all be wrong because I think I've tried and look up for the website, so it's all wrong. Um, Dumfries and Galloway Life Awards, the finalist in Family Business of the Year 2019, yeah. Scottish mm -hmm. Business Awards, Dumfries and Galloway Best Customer okay. Service Retail Business 2017, mm -hmm. runner up in the rural. Uh, rural Enterprise category at the Scottish Rural Awards 2017, mm -hmm. the Friesen Galloway Life Awards again, um, mm -hmm. finalist in the Producer of the Year 2016, and then uh, the Friesen Galloway Life Awards again, special commendation in the Producer of the Year 2015. So there's quite a few there. And it's all went downhill after mm -hmm. 2016, <laughs> isn't it? They're expensive things to be part of. You know, though. you've got to buy your tickets uh, and get a dress and all that. You've got to make the effort. So. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> not winning them. Yeah, getting the fitted clothes and everything's a nightmare. <laughs> I had to wear my own, I had to make my own, not make, choose my own wardrobe for a film shoot last week, which I think I can talk about now because this video will be out by the time. So I think it's okay. Uh, and I'm just not fashionable. Like, I have about eight T-shirts. My mum bought them all, like, <laughs> set them to the flat. Like, uh, I just documented the whole thing, thought it'd make me TikTok, you know, and be trying to try all these clothes on. But it's, it's tricky, especially if you're nominated for a million awards like you guys. Um, and then give I it won- to you on TV as oh, well. Right. But you wouldn't know that because you didn't see it. <laughs> but I, 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 I didn't know it because uh, someone told me. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I just I do apologise. Oh no, it's really brilliant. This is great fodder. Thank you. <laughs> I, I see that, Ayla. I see you really getting a lot of length out of this one at the scene. Um, when I first uh, wanted to have you guys on, there was one thing I really wanted to do. Uh, and I've had um, sort of duos on before. And every time I thought, oh, this would be quite fun. But I've never done it. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I want Tracy, you to tell me about Ayla and Ayla, you to tell me about Tracy. How would you describe one another? <laughs> describe Ayla looking like so many words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't have to have any count on words, just whatever. Um, Do you know, I, I, well, me and Ayla are a dangerous combination because we egg each other on, right? I could believe that, yeah. Because we're, we, we're probably quite addicted to Pinterest and we'll like look up ideas and go, this yeah. is really good. And we have a little idea that just explodes to a big idea. And like, I'll say to you, like, for example, the other bar, oh, so-and-so said, could we go to this event? And we're like, oh, it's a bit far. We're like, oh, no, we'll just go and do it. And we just do it. And then we think, oh, God, we've bitten off too much. We, we're probably a really good combination, but a bad combination, if you know what I mean. Um, see if you were ever going to get, like, flung in prison and needed bailed out. Ayla would probably be my first phone call. Right, OK. She'd get yeah. you out. She's one of those... I'm going to blow smoke up your arse, actually, here. Um, you, you, if there's something even done, it'll just get done. Do you know, like, yeah. do you know, you just get done. And I think, you know, recently, over the last kind of few months, we've had, you know, an incident in the family. We really have kind of pulled together. And I think you realise just how good a team you are and how the types sure. are tough. So, yeah, she's definitely there. And if you need something done, I'd phone nail it, like... I probably wouldn't phone Stephen first. I probably phone Ayla. If there was like an incident, you'd be like, yeah, let's phone Ayla. It it turned out really nice. I thought it was starting negatively. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait till till I say behind our back like this. I'm just trying to be nice because this is going to get aired. So Off camera. (laughs) Right, you'll tell us about Tracy. What do you think? What have we got about Tracy? Um, Hugely creative. Definitely. Um, Like any idea, even if, I have usually she'll come up with the ideas, um, but if I see anything, if I see a picture or see something like that, you can just ping it across. She can create that. Or right, find, okay. yes. finding something unbelievable. She'll find anything on the internet. It's just like it's just like, really a stalker, <laughs> dark web. But no, just anything. If you happen to be looking for that, like how she does that is beyond me because I'm hopeless. No, it's really good, and just yeah actually equally back at you just there especially like the nights you're out on milk oh, and things God. like that your sense of direction is amazing i would get lost in an empty box I'll you see, I think really that quite well that's because like i can tell when you're flagging and i'm losing you mm-hmm. so i pick up the piece and then alternate yeah we alternate like 
you know, mm-hmm. when we're out in yeah. deliveries, it's like quite a long stint and we're not used yeah. to it. And like, I remember when that time we went out with Lichtenshire, I swear we were in that van for 24 hours. Oh, trying 16, to deliver it milk. was 16 plus hours was, in the middle of nowhere. And you have to at one oh. point think, what the heck oh, are we doing? We're actually in choices, serious ropey yeah. area here and what we're doing. But it just, it, it sometimes there's not words. It just works. I think you're saying that you just it. like put your big girl pants on and yeah. you just have to get it done. You do it. Um, yeah, we're and I can moan about it, but the job gets done. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> but oh, yeah, just go. I'm just trying to gauge with the age of the kids and that sort of thing. How long have you two known each other? Just since you met. Just since Stuart. I appeared on the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's What's been that? for ages. <laughs> Oh, have you? Right, okay. <laughs> I was first and then Ellie came along. But then um, we didn't really have much, it was probably more since Rowan's dairy, because mm-hmm. I was working off the farm and you were at home. Mm-hmm. So we never really had much to do with each other. Um, and it wasn't until we started working on Rowan's dairy that, you know, when you get flung into a van with somebody for like 16 hours, mm-hmm. you get to know each other quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you just kind of realise, all oh, right. And then just with the milkshake bar being away and stuff, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you just start to, you, I think really, we're alike, but we're not alike. We've probably got very similar interests and mm-hmm. likes, but yet we're very different in some mm-hmm. ways. Like, mm-hmm. we have, like, we've got different social circles. Yep. I'd like to think I'm not very needy. So it's like, we do what we need to do, but then we'd not, from the, when we say we don't socialise, it's just because, well, actually I don't socialise, but that's beside the point. <laughs> You're yeah. too drunk. You just get too drunk. <laughs> Anything. Um, oh god, right, we'll not go there. Don't take us ever to that. Um, yeah, we're just about yeah. influencing each other. But yeah, yeah. It, it just it works. Sometimes yeah. some things you shouldn't give the secret recipe away. Yeah. Yes, yeah, true. That's the that's the point. Yeah. And sometimes you don't really know it. You just it's just there and uh, you don't yep. really know. The maybe berry recipe with a soggy bottom. <laughs> I uh, unfortunately am not a bake-off watcher either, so I'm really losing the TV it's thing. Maybe, you don't need to watch the bake-off, it's maybe is, is that not what she's from? No. no. Oh, no. No. She's, no. Ask your mum. I, no, I, I know my mum's just as much a TV watcher as me. So no, but, like, maybe Mary's been around for, like, how old is she? She's in her 80s or something. She's been on oh, TV no, I'm, I'm since the start of time. Like she's just always done bake things, is she not? That's what she's famous oh, for. She's, she could no, she could. Oh, I see. Well. She even has like oh right, no, we're not going into this. This this is embarrassing. Be embarrassed, Wallace. Yeah, like, I feel no. like I've heavily let you down here, Ella. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling a, a huge weight of burden here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mentioned the NFU there. We're not going to have to get into the meeting you were talking about because that sounds like something that probably isn't very R2Cast friendly. Uh, however, uh, the NFU is a big part of your life, Tracy. Could you tell us a bit about that? Um, yeah. I, I work I'm basically three days a week. I uh, wear a different hat. I'm the regional manager for Deuces Gallery with the NFU. Um, I just started about four months ago. I've always been quite adamant I think people kind of look and say oh what do you need to work off the farm when there's plenty of work at home which mm-hmm. there is there totally is I get that mm-hmm. but I've always been quite I've always had a career off the farm I was always adamant I'd always have that um as much as I like being on the farm I'm not one for doing it seven days a week I find it just oh it just isn't me so I have my three days where I can be Tracy and with NFUS and um, yeah it's really good really enjoy it um, I feel I can relate to the members um, 
sorry, sorry, I'm still early doors into it. Um, just been there four months. Um, prior to that, I was with Scottish Lands and Estates as um, right. support regional support officer. Um, and then way, way back, I was a housing officer with Lowburn Housing for a good 10 years. Um, where you see the best and the worst of society. So yeah, I've always kind of worked off the farm, but um, always just kind of been here as well at the farm. So colostrum manager during the day and then <laughs> NFU manager three days a week. <laughs> is that the same position as Christine Cuthbertson? Oh, it's a different Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so we've now had uh, two NFUS regional managers and the NFUS president on the R2Cast. Yes. Um, yeah, getting, every, getting everyone behind us. Um, it's been, it's been one of those chats that I feel like we've arranged, what, like eight times? <laughs> nah, like four times. Mainly my fault. That's your fault. Yeah, pretty much. No, 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 no. I, I, it was definitely me one time. Uh, and then I think we all forgot the next time. <laughs> and then last time, it was definitely your fault last time. We don't need yes, to get into definitely. that. definitely. Blame the dogs. You, <laughs> well, the, the, the description Tracy gave me, and this was... You weren't there to defend yourself. I don't know how true this was. She said you... <laughs> it's probably all true. <laughs> I think I'm saying this right. Maybe I'm wrong. You couldn't reach to turn the the webcam on because of your crutches. That was what I picked up. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, that was pretty okay then. <laughs> webcam was down the back of the computer and I couldn't get onto the ground to be able to even start to get it back up again or anything. And it was just like, this is so much. I was just like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> I swear we should write a book of all the like stuff that's done because like <clears throat> something's just popped to our mind. Do you mind the time when we're coming back from the border union shore oh, and no. we pulled over in the lay-by because it was a noise in the trail and you bent over and totally ripped the trousers out of your trousers? We will correct this. I didn't bend over. I lunged, darling. <laughs> and I heard a big rip and just so, ripped the arse out of my jeans. It's never a dull moment on every trip or anything we plan to do mm-hmm. that is just never... No a dull moment mm-hmm. like from the time we first went with the milkshake bar the door mm-hmm. swung open along the, the road and the, and and the, the kitchen, kitchen roll came flying <clears throat> out just or dear. driving down the east no m74 where's the a74 with no fuel fuel oh no freewheeling it into the garage the light had been on for ages how we even managed to even make it into a fuel station i have no idea and then but... going out to blair horse trials the jockey wheel broke yes oh. got that sorted uh, yeah, no, it's just there's always continuous something. <laughs> but we do you know, there was, do you, know you, you said that when I think I can't remember why it was we couldn't film the last time, but um, you said it's just a nightmare after a nightmare or something like that. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, is she just really moody or is she just not wanting to do this? But no, it seems like that's the case. It's just well, actually, it, it, no, always happens. <laughs> be fair to a point, the mood is probably about quite right because, yeah, I had hit the whole of the summer with everything mm-hmm. that had gone on and there was other things going on and I just got to the point where I basically hadn't washed in three days I felt like <laughs> crap and just the idea of sitting down and talking about anything yeah. let alone trying to be cheery about something it just wasn't happening it just I my, get that. my yeah. mindset like it was a really bad it was a mental health day that was what it was but it was just a short and it was just like I've got to the stage now where I can't control that so much, but I know when and mm-hmm. when to turn yes. up and when not yeah. to turn up. And that just wasn't, couldn't do it. Mental so. health days are very important as well. It's funny you mentioned the, <laughs> probably mental health, it's funny. This is going to be something else I'm talking about. Um, the, the ripped jeans. I used to be a cook 
and uh, <laughs> there's a photo on Facebook somewhere if you delve deep enough. I vividly remember I was picking up a box of tomatoes at the bottom of the fridge and I just squatted down and heard this noise and thought, what's that? What has just happened? At the same time as this sort of like, something feels loose. <laughs> and then died. Was a bit airy in there, was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, not a good look and I did have to go change because I think I'd have lost my job in the kitchen with that um, <laughs> but uh, yeah it's, it's always quite funny when that happens. heavily embarrassing but uh, quite funny um, yeah it's been great to chat it's, it's been a really good story you guys have got a good story there's, there's a lot from both of you and, and uh, I'm sure we could sit down for longer just having a chat but there's two two questions we ask everyone at the end of each R2 cast so I guess it's kind of be like four answers we're going to have we ask everyone first off where do you see yourself in five years and secondly if you had any tips for folk coming into farming it'd be quite cool if you could talk about sort of maybe even diversification as well what would they be don't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what was the first where do you see yourself in five years time oh, do you know I hope we have a better work-life balance because I feel just now... No, no, it's not better, just a work-life. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no balance. Yeah. The scales are firmly, like, loaded down. Yeah. I, do, you know, do you know, I'm going to aim big. I, I want to be, like, Scotland's strongest woman. That's my aim in five years' time. I yeah, well, I should have made You should be doing, like, a no, year and a half five tops. years because I only train once a week. <laughs> God no, she'll be there well before five years. Do you know, I'm, I'm gonna. I like to set a challenge to myself, and I'm. I want to be at least. Yeah, I want to compete. There you go. I could be the but old. You're, hey, you're be there long before that, and I will be in the corner with the towel around my neck and the spit bucket <laughs> and the chalk on the hands, cheering on with the giant banner. That's my aim. That is more plausible than fighting. Nothing years. to do with farming. I've no, but you, like, it's, it's, we can maybe take a little caveat here. <laughs> really strongly trying to remember the uh, Scotland's Strongest Woman. I'm sure it's Baxter. Laura? Yeah, Laura, it's Laura Baxter. Laura Baxter. Yeah. Um, uh, but see, I've followed your, your sort of progress for the last week or so. I feel like it's not really been that long, but I've noticed um, you're quite insanely strong. <laughs> No, who knew all those years of flinging tires on a silage pit would result in this? Do you know? So if, if you started doing this, maybe not recently, but Tracy, but it's not something you've done forever, no? No, uh, no, no. no I, like, well, you you started going to the gym and I was like, hey, I'm not having any, like getting all toned and buff. I'm not having that. <laughs> so I thought I'll start the gym just to get, because I was getting a bit chubby. And I just, and then I just, the guy said, oh, when you're over 40, you know, you should like, women should start doing lifting weights as a good way to tone up. Mm-hmm. And then I think I just really liked to deadlift. I really, like, I, he was like, oh, we kept putting the weights. And he's like, oh, you're quite strong. And I was like, oh, it's not quite light. Just keep going, pile, the, pile them on. And he's like, oh, all right. And then I just really got into it. I was like, oh, because you get a total general mm-hmm. rust from it. You're like, oh, God, I'm actually good at something. Yeah, because I hate PE at mm-hmm. school. I was like the fat mm-hmm. kid. I hated it at school, the shit <laughs> trainers and stuff. So, like, to do something, like, physically and, like, put yourself out of your comfort zone in a gym where you have to get, like, sweaty in front of somebody, um, I just really enjoyed it. And then um, I just kind of set myself a target, like, I wanted to get to 140 by the time I was 40, but I kind of missed that. And then I bought myself some straps, you know, like, get proper proper into it, like, proper pro. And I was like, check this out. I should have had these months ago. And um, yeah, so I'm quite keen to like just see how far I can go with it. You've, you've had 50, haven't you, Deadlift? I've done 150, yeah. yeah. 
So Laura Baxter, she's coming for you. <laughs> what, what, just don't right mention to you. Oh, no. Is, 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 he, is he at the, um, I watched, I went to Scotland's Strongest Man um, up in Glasgow and I watched Izzy, is Izzy Tate? And she lifted, mm-hmm. was it 280 or something? Do you know? That's scary. Yeah, I thought but, yeah that... I'm not aiming for that because like that's mm. just insane. But well, that's... Just... yeah, that that must have been that must have been strapped because I'm sure the raw. I thought I follow this quite a bit. I'm sure the raw is about two forty, UK mm. record. Someday. I think. Yeah, I'm here. I only started. I, I'd never deadlifted until June ever. <laughs> See, I've um, been following you. I've been noticed you've been doing a bit of that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Um, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Mother-in-law well, thinks I'm going to break, like, hurt my back. I was like, I'm more likely to hurt my back bending over feeding calves mm-hmm. than I am actually doing <laughs> oh, deadlifting. Um, I don't. Uh, yes, no. So, no, totally. well, you're, you're you're deadlifting correct, aren't you? You stand you stand yeah. bent legs straight back. So when but you never do it when you're working with calves. You're like, like humping things around. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's always the thing. No, so it's, sorry, I'm totally bent off subject, but that's my that's my where I like to see myself. No, that's a brilliant one. It's a great one. Um, oh, maybe we'll have maybe we'll have you on five years time. Uh, Scotland's strongest woman, you know. You never know. No, you'll not watch me though, so don't. don't no, know that. <laughs> oh, that that is what I watch. That is exactly the thing I watch. Is strong man and strong woman. All I watch um, and have done since I was like twelve. Even though I was like as round as the weights they were using. Um, yeah, uh, five years time. Five years time. Um, I want to be lying on a beach in the Maldives if the Maldives still exists in five years' time. Yep, Excellent. I want a cabana boy with uh, pina coladas on tap. Thank you very much. Pina coladas, my choice would be pouring star martinis every time. Oh, no. Oh, no. I tried that when I was in New York the other... No. Yeah. No. Awesome. Pina colada, cabana boy, Maldives. That's me. Thank you very much. Don't want much. Just no one else there. Just yourself. Oh, no. On my own. With the phone. Oh, okay. oh, no phone. No phone. No phone. That'll have been vaporised. To be honest, the, the family thing was more the thing I was worried about than the. All right. Well, oh, no. Well, my husband will be there somewhere, but uh, somewhere, yes. No, but um, no, he'll be halfway down the beach on his own. He'll have a cabana girl or whatever if they exist. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, I just want to be just yeah, switch off, switch off, left alone. That was always kind of my. Everyone says to have a five-year business plan. My five-year business plan was after five years to be somebody to come in, buy the business, and I could just disappear <laughs> off to the Maldives. So I'm running a bit behind. You never <laughs> know. This is maybe the limit just now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to stress that I don't like the beach, I don't like salt water, and I burn under a light bulb. So the whole mall, I'm not entirely sure, but I like the idea of it. <laughs> Strange goals, it must be said. Strange goals. <laughs> It's funny how our goals are not related to the farm at all. That's no. quite worrying, isn't it? I just want like <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think this is the well, this is the 65th episode, but it's the 68th of filmed. And I think you're the first people that have said not something similar to what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that's good. Yeah. We're just keeping it real. Yeah, totally. No, There's no BS here. <laughs> and they uh, if you'd um, sort of any advice or tips or that sort of thing for folk getting into, well, let's even talk about maybe farmers trying to move into diversification. What would you, you said earlier, don't, but I'm guessing that's not, maybe it is that tip. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit kind of sit on two fences as well. One, well, farmers going into diversification, 
don't go into it just because everybody else is doing it. Because what, what your neighbour is doing, for instance, might not work on your premises or whatever. You have to really look at what your business can offer. And even if you are on the side of a main road and you're a perfect location for a farm shop or something similar to that, a front-facing type thing, mm-hmm. if you really don't like people and can't communicate and you're a grumpy old git, etc., then that is not going to work, is it? So you kind of have to look at that. So just because everybody's diversifying and this is the way forward, it might not necessarily work for you. And you need to look more closely at that rather than what else is going on from that. I think that's a great point. <laughs> really, really real, actually. Um, yeah. And like the that. same with farming, though, is like, so instead of a farmer getting into diversification, so if you're not in farming and you want to be in farming, because I've been here, been there, um, if you want it, just keep going and keep pursuing it. Don't don't listen to everybody that says, oh, you can't, especially if you're female, not to wave the whole female and No, I think it's true. Yeah. But you you really got to stand your ground. And yes, you put, you still need to prove yourself. But it's like men have to do it too. You have to prove your worth. And it is worth doing. This industry is, despite what you see in cost and all this sort of thing, to actually work within this industry is an amazing thing because you're basically feeding the world with this and what you're doing and looking after the countryside from that thing. Just, just got to keep going. The college courses are there for you. So if you're in school and coming through or even you want to go back, the, the infrastructure's there. Use it. And the apprenticeship schemes that are coming through and stuff like that, it is there with research and things like that. So it's definitely just got to... Just get on and do it. I hear there's some excellent agricultural courses out there, but that's just like hearing the grapevine. Um, Apparently the Bavin is all booked up for next year, so I was hearing. It is insanely yeah. high yeah. numbers coming into us, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I've got, I know a couple of kids that have gone on to the apprenticeship scheme because they can't get in. Because it's I, for like starting, starting last month type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's good news. That was really mm-hmm. good to hear. That's um, really positive. Yeah, so, well, if you want some figures on it, HNC were sitting at 33, HNC were sitting at 30, HND is always a bit less, and, and it's sort of a bit of a changeover at the minute, but we're sitting about 12, which that's pretty good going. And then we're now doing third and fourth year of the honours degree as well, which we're sitting above, I think, I think five and six, respectively. So, um, yes, and then the two levels of apprenticeship, so there's, there's a lot of that. And if anyone's listening and they are considering going to SRUC, this is not my pod, this is, I'm not in the podcast here, but we've gone to it. Um, get booked in now. <laughs> I mean, that we had, we had an open day yesterday, which is just at the start of October. Yeah, just at the start of October, and we already had 10 folk there, and that's. Mm-hmm. 50, 50 weeks before we start, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, well, no. well, we're both SRUC alumni. We're best, we best four years that. of my life. I'm mm-hmm. Crew. Yep. That's how I met my husband. Was it? And were you Oak Crew as well, Ayla? Or are you? No, uh, I was Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge. Well, it was yeah. actually Borders College and then Oak Ridge, and there was another college in between, but that was down south, so it doesn't count. Um, but, <laughs> but no, so um, no, and I did agriculture at Oak Ridge and. Didn't meet my husband. I met lots of boys. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> sure, it came later on, but um, yeah, no, it is, it is worth it. No, absolutely, it's, it's brilliant from that social side as well. Oh, you know, God, yeah, so. totally, yeah. That's Arguably you... more than the qualification, and that's me saying that as a lecturer. You know, um, you meet friends for life. You meet like-minded oh, folk. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, most definitely. Yes. That is not why we're here. <laughs> if someone wants to bring me in a podcast, I can bore you all those details. Um, no, uh, no, I appreciate you coming on. Really enjoyed the chat. It's good for it to have finally happened. I think we first made contact with the 5th of August, and it is the 4th of October. So, uh, yeah, two months in the making. Um, Time flies. It's worth it the wait. Oh, I know. It's worth the wait. Do you mean you're the worth the wait, or the chat was worth the wait? Oh, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're worth it. <laughs> is it Lenore? Is, is that the no, is Lenore? No. Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Is, is it not? L'Oreal, the shampoo. Oh, I was close. They are colourant. I don't know all these kind of things. Yeah, Lenore's um, more for uh, clothes. Fabric oh, conditioner. <laughs> Which is, I'm actually heavily allergic to, so anyway, I'm not worth it. But anyway, um, <laughs> really, really enjoy the chat, guys. Uh, it's been yeah, a pleasure. Thank you. Um, yeah, hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good. Thank you very um, much. So if you're listening uh, next week, as I said right at the start, we're heading out to California to speak to the owner of the world's first organic regenerative vineyard. Uh, so that was a good chat. Um, Jason Haas, who's in charge, goes through a lot of fantastic things. The fact they integrate alpacas into the regeneration of the grapes. Um, the way he says wine and vine is to die for. I could listen to him do it forever. Uh, but if you're into wine, if you're into grapes, if you're into alpacas, or you just want to learn more about food and farming, next week we'll see you for R2Cast number 66 with Jason Haas of Tablas Creek Wine, if you want to buy some, because it is now available in the UK. Um, Tracy, Ayla, appreciate your time, and we shall speak to you later on. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Well, that's it. Another R2Cast finished another agricultural mind opened up. And I would just like to say that getting these guests on board uh, does take time uh, and it always has done, but I've now went weekly and with that comes even more time required. And I would just like to finally thank once more the Scottish Farmer for sponsoring the show and making that much more possible. Please be sure to get in touch if you've any ideas of people you'd like to see on the podcast or maybe ideas you have for me presenting better because I definitely do require that. See you in the next one.